I recall Central Park in fall. How you tore your dress. What a mess. I confess, that's not all. Say Ferris. Say Ferris. Say Ferris Bueller. What? Ferris Bueller. They say he's like on the verge of death or something. Oh, I heard he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows his kid who's going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out of 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Well, a group of us are collecting money to buy Ferris Bueller a new kidney, and they run about 50 G's or so. So if you wouldn't mind helping out... Go piss up a flag. I'm sorry? You should be. What if you need a favor from Ferris Bueller someday? Then where will you be, huh? You heartless wench! If you'd like to help us save Ferris, join us at Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, only from DuelingGenre.com. Oh, he's very popular, Red. The Sportos and Motorheads, Geek Sluts, Bloods, Waste Toys, Dweebies, Dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. To Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one justice-dodging minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Alex Thompson from Galaxy Quest Minute. Welcome, Alex. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, today we're talking about minute 84, which starts with Spider-Man flipping out of a out of a wave of flames. Uh <laughs> And ending with uh, Spider-Man approaching what can only be just, you know, a little old lady under a blanket scared in the fire. Definitely. That's what uh, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, definitely. No other a, a, <laughs> an, an elderly woman under a blanket with a cone-shaped head. Absolutely. <laughs> with very impressive lung power. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's been wailing up a storm. Um, does, <laughs> yeah. Does that... that I mean, it's ridiculous the like at the top of the minute, the like flip out with the explosion, but I think it's awesome every time. <laughs> like, the giant plume of flame mm-hmm. with Spider-Man flipping out with a baby in his arms. Eh. Well, <laughs> specifically the image of Spider-Man landing in front of the building holding the baby. Oh, I is, love that one. It's one of the first images that always pop into my brain whenever I think of this movie. That's yeah. one of the first ones to pop in. Um, I don't know. There's something about that image that like, I wouldn't call it iconic necessarily, but it's, it's always just sort of stuck in my craw. Yeah. Um, as, yeah. as far as, uh, you know, how I feel about this movie and what I think of when I think of this movie, there's, there's Although, something like, I don't know, tactile about the, the, the camera following down with a real stuntman landing on the ground with this like baby shaped thing in his arms. And then like the look of surprise. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, baby like shaped thing. <laughs> 
Yep. Writing that Why down not? for the title of the episode. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? <laughs> How many days do you think it's going to be before that mother thinks to herself, he was doing gymnastics with my baby in his <laughs> arms? <laughs> I, I do not know. Because, uh, and, and you know what? Like, I know they don't know this yet because this is still early days, but Spider-Man doesn't have the best track record when it comes to doing Spider-Man things with people. Uh, <laughs> they tend to die. Uh, so yeah, that's not, not exactly um, a guarantee. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's some, uh, what's, what's that called? Uh, S SB the shaken baby syndrome, right? Oh, wow. I mean, that's, yeah, danger. I yeah. mean, just the G-forces involved on, like, a grown man doing a front flip out of a window all the way down. Like, it's got to be intense, no matter right. what. And he's getting pushed out by the explosion on top of that. Yeah. Um, that's... The baby in the middle of those flames already has at least first-degree burns. Oh, uh -huh. and, like, smoke inhalation the entire time, I'm sure. Like, you know... Baby's, the, that baby is suspiciously clean. I... <laughs> Honestly, guys, I think that baby's an arson. I, I I think he started the fire, and he had his own like little respirator, like a like a safety mask in the corner with clean oxygen, which is like biding his time, waiting for somebody yeah, to come this, in. Iron Man just like gives her the baby. Your baby's a mastermind. I found him like in a yeah. like, in this enclosed, this fireproof enclosure. Like I don't it's crazy. I think he started the fire. <laughs> Your baby's uh, fine in some way here. <laughs> Alternative theory, uh -huh, maybe yeah. the baby has superpowers? <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe. He's like Jack-Jack? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was thinking Bruce Willis and Unbreakable eventually. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, Precursor. Uh, Is it when did Unbreakable Like that as an origin story. Like 2004? Yeah. It was after this. But... No, I think 2001. Oh, okay. Be yeah, because it was, it was, I think it was just, it was either this year or the year before, because it was only a couple years after uh, Sixth Sense, and that was 99. Well, I guess that ruins so. my prequel theory. All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> it was like, this was the direct antecedent to uh, Unbreakable, just mysteriously well, taking no, place. No, that would have, that wouldn't, if it came after, that makes it a prequel. Here's the thing, guys. Prequels are sequels that take place before, before the first one. You're right. That's You're why right. you call them prequels. Prequel. Just because, that just because work. it, yeah. yeah, just because it takes place before doesn't make it a prequel. It has to be a sequel yeah. to the original thing yeah. and take place before. And it drove me nuts <laughs> when, uh, when, when like Prometheus and alien covenant were coming out and they're like, it's the alien covenant prequel. And I'm like, <laughs> no no that's a that's a prologue yeah. not a prequel <laughs> it's because like, the movie's not out yet so you can't call it a prequel <laughs> yeah like it drives me crazy a new hope is not a prequel to the empire strikes back it's just the movie that happened before it you know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to exactly. jump back in time for the pre-nc quals to to fit together in that portmanteau Word. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, the baby is obviously a supervillain mastermind with powers. I'm glad we got through to that conclusion. Uh, it was a necessary digression, and I think we all we all did very well. It yeah. morphs from. It also has like it can it can it can change its shape from a pile <laughs> of dirty laundry to an actual living child, living breathing um, child, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah. You know, it totally skips like the American sniper like pupil stage entirely. It goes right from. The <laughs> 
the fake bundle to the real boy. It's amazing. Yeah, no, no puppet middle stage for this guy. He's, no, no puppet nope. middle stage. He sublimates right into uh, a baby. Or the baby shaped thing, um, <laughs> which would be a superhero name, baby shaped thing. That's right. Yeah, baby shaped thing. Uh, is yeah, it it's like part of the, a miniature the Ben thing, Grimm? Like, Wait, yeah, like, yeah, right. It's part of the things like family of uh, superheroes, like right. uh, his own little, you know, bat family. Like bat Superman family. has Superboy and Supergirl, right? Yeah, the, <laughs> Ben Grimm has baby shaped thing, swamp <laughs> <and laughs> thing, baby shaped right? thing, housewife shaped thing, and dog shaped thing, <laughs> housewife shaped <laughs> thing. Um. <laughs> So, uh, the, so the, the police, so he comes in, you know, the baby's safe. She says, God bless you, Spider-Man bless you. And then like sort of walks away with her, with her baby, just as the police arrive to arrest Spider-Man for (laughs) what the newspaper says he did, um, (laughs) which is, I mean, I guess, I guess it's to question him. Like, you know, take him downtown. He's a suspect. Yeah. yeah, in the what is it? World Unity Fair Day massacre. He's a person of interest in that. Well, no, it would have been. It would have been. Uh, it would have been for uh, attacking Jameson. Oh, for Jameson. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was the most recent yeah. debacle. Right. Uh, I don't know. Um, who's sure. this cop? He has a name, right? Um, uh, <laughs> Mike know. Watford. I think is how you pronounce his name. It's M Y K Mike Mick. Mike Mieck? I don't know. Mike Watford. Um, I was hoping one of you guys knew how to pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Yeah, he's one of those. Uh, we agree on a whole slew of them this this week. Um, you know, died in the mole character actors that work on a lot of uh, crime procedurals. Um, he was on uh, Law & Order SVU a lot as a character named Captain Sam Reynolds. And he played another one called uh, Mark Whitlock in the same program. Not sure how that worked. And uh, he also played somebody named Womack on The Young and the Restless. But here he is cop at fire and i think he definitely is a cop Mm -hmm. at a fire in this scene (laughs) props to you mike i think you're killing it (laughs) he's he's definitely playing a cop at a fire um i uh so so i was i was looking at the the shooting draft for this scene um and there's a couple of interesting changes one The mother when we meet the mother early on in the scene uh when she first walks up uh, to the fireman and tries to get into the building to save her baby. Yeah. She's actually being pulled back by two of her older children. So she, she ran out with the two older kids, but left the baby behind, which even feels worse than, (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, unless, unless the suggestion is that her, her, her kids were in there watching the baby while she like ran to the store across the street when this happened or something. Right. I'm not sure, but, but the suggestion is that she has two kids, um, two young sons who are with her. And then when Spider-Man goes in and then comes out and says, here's your baby, which is the most nonchalant, (laughs) like he he does a front flip out of an exploding fireball lands and goes, here's your baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ridiculous um and uh but after after she takes the baby and says the god bless you spider-man bless you bless you spider-man turns to the boys and says you children be good stop playing with matches don't start something you can't put out whoa 
okay. Which, which, okay. Which, which, okay, two things, two things. One, how does he know that? <laughs> Number two, don't start something you can't put out. No, but that is the worst advice. Right. Just don't play with matches. Like, just don't play with matches. Yeah, you like, can end it there, buddy. You don't have to be like, don't, don't start something you can't put out. Start fires. <laughs> just make sure you got it under control. Start a lot of small fires. Just never a big one. Just keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> and then he just bounces. Also, they couldn't have been the ones to start the fire right because of the, the goblin shenanigans right i don't no, know no 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 i know oh. that's the oh. other thing that, that's okay. gonna come later oh so but weird. but but yeah that's why i'm like what is he talking about i mean it's i mean i, I assume that's why they cut this is yeah. because they realize it doesn't actually make any sense um Just but not. uh it, it's a it's a little absurd. Maybe uh, is it a failed but, quip? Is he like just trying to be jokey jokey with them? Like oh, you, I, you almost thought I your don't. baby brother died. It's all fine. Don't play with matches, am I right? Because uh, fires, right? I, like what is that? I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, that line reeks of a superhero trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really does. Like it just looks. It looks like after saying that, uh, he would like turn to the camera and just be like, "Remember, kids." <laughs> Playing with matches is okay. Just don't start a fire you can't put out. Um, the more you know. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird moment that I'm very glad they cut. Yeah, uh, yeah, likewise. The the other thing that I think is interesting is actually something that's not in the script. Huh. Which is. When the cop says, I'll be here when you get back. And Spider-Man says, Spider-Man says, I, I'm, I'm not coming back, chief. That line is not in the script. Huh. And and it's and it's really bad, like uh, really bad ADR because, you know, Spider-Man's obviously his mouth's not moving at all. And I mean, sure. granted, that's. That's part of the that's part of just like a the you know a side effect of of the way the they've designed the costume. Yeah. yeah, the construction of this particular costume in this movie. <laughs> um but it's they're usually better at hiding the fact by like having Toby sort of like like to like Toby's like kind of like you know nodding a little bit so right. that it looks like he's talking you know like it, it's the power rangers like approach mimes, yeah that you yeah he's sort of mimes talking a little bit and yeah. here he's just blankly staring forward while, while uh, coming back while adr is happening <laughs> and i think what's hap what happened here is that in the script the way the scene plays is that the cop runs up don't let him get away hold it right there and then you hear the the old woman woman screaming from inside the house, and uh, the cop looks at Spider Man. Spider Man looks at the cop. The cop says, "I'll be here when you get back," and lowers his gun. And then Spider Man leaps away. Huh? Yeah. And then what what I think they did here is that what this plays at is like, oh, like the cop isn't good enough to save this 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 screaming woman so mm. he's gonna send in spider-man but he's still going to arrest him at the end yeah and i think when they got to post which happened after 9-11 i Ooh. assume that they felt yeah. uncomfortable 
yeah. doing that, like presenting a police officer in that and way. A fireman. So th- yeah, the, the, right. Both. So they add the line of, mm. "I won't be here," and the and the police officer tells him to go anyway. Right. And then that's it, basically right. saying like, "I fine, I don't care about arresting you. Just save that old woman," which yeah. makes him a little more heroic, right? You know, yeah. Um, and not like out to get the good guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. and so I think that's why it's 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 done that way in post. That's my theory, anyway. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the circumstances of how it came about and how sort of awkwardly the line is slotted in there, it has always been one of my favorite moments in the movie. Really, this you know. Uh, Right after the the mother, you know, is like praising Spider-Man for what he's done and they they realize there's somebody else up there. I, I've always this has felt like a thing I refer back to a lot in this this movie, just the type of like good natured the city interacting with the hero in a way I really appreciate of. Yeah, you're vigilante. Yeah, we have to bring you in. But heroes got a hero do your thing and and we respect you i like that sort of like one-upping heroism in there and i think it's a it's a nice beat even if it's you know a little clunky uh i like what it does and i i like how it plays out in the in the final finish minute i I don't know what do you think uh yeah it it definitely it makes the cops come off well it yeah listening to you talk about it it almost feels like the moment in the dark night when at the beginning, when Aaron Eckhart says, "Oh yeah, we're uh, we're closing in on the Batman," and the list of suspects is like Abraham Lincoln. It's like, oh yeah, we're working yes. really hard on it. Yeah, we're, we're we're working on that. Yeah, because you have to like you know hold up appearances of like yes, yes, we we do yeah. have to go after the vigilante, but that they get what he's doing and they appreciate it. I don't know. It's a mm-hmm. it's a hard tone to nail, and I think it's nice when they do include those moments instead of just like I don't know a talking head on a TV screen telling us that people like Spider-Man to like see actual civilians or people working within the you know local government uh, making space for him. Like I like seeing the, the, the person do it more so than like a pundit or, or something along those lines. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I just always like that. Beat a lot. Well, and I, and I like the moment because it gives Spider-Man uh, like a moment of sort of hesitation, but not about, jumping into the building and saving the woman, but about leaving like, like being, being a run, like being a, a, you know, a runaway criminal, you know, like it, like his hesitation comes from running away from the police, not from running into the burning building that just exploded twice in a row. Right. Uh, And I, I like that as a moment of, uh, you know, sort of, the, like that superheroism of just like, yeah, no, I did, you know, I, there's somebody in there. I got to go in there. Gotta um, yeah. yeah. Got to go in. Like chief, not coming back. Yeah. Um, right. I also like to the detail of, oh, we, we talked yesterday about some of the, the jankier uh, versions of digital Spider-Man doing stuff. But one thing I do like a lot about this moment when he decides to go back in this like little pendulum swing he does to get into the building is I mean, it's a, it's a simple little bit of animation, but I like that they took the time to do it, that he swings in and smashes through the window and the web line that he let go of kind of floats up into the air because of the rising heat from the fire. Like the whatever gust of heat is rising off of it uh, catches his web line and kind of lifts it up in the air. And I always thought that was a kind of little graceful uh, beat that kind of kind of mm-hmm. sold it for me. I don't know. 
it's fun. It, it's a very uh, like Spider-Man specific. I, I really like all the Spider-Man specific body language. Like it's yeah, it's it's the kind of um, it's the sort of thing that this movie doesn't do quite as well as the other two uh, mm-hmm. franchises. Um, mm-hmm. Typically, mm-hmm. Uh, like it's it's a little like those moments are a little more you know a, a little Few fewer and, far and farther between. Yeah. yeah. Uh, than the other films are, but when it happens, it is really cool to see. It's exciting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's really good. It's a really good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, uh, that is, that is a, as blood curdling of a scream as I've ever heard in anything. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is truly like, that is just bone chilling. Oof, um, so that scream. Did the super serum give Norman Osborn the power to scream like a girl? I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe. My 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 theory is that he has some sort of uh like playback device in his helmet or something. That would explain oh, why it's so loud. loud. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I that's the like only explanation or something. Yeah. Right. Cuz right. like I don't I don't know I don't know how else that's happening. Um, <laughs> it, it is a little, it, it's, 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 a, it's one of my, you know, lingering questions I've always had about this movie is like, what, what, like, yeah, he's, I mean, we, we've, I think we've made the reference to it before, but he's full on Norman Batesing here. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, he's literally dressed as an old woman and like, you know, talking like her and everything. <sighs> I don't know. Weird. With the real flames and everything, too. It's just like a very eerie, sort of strange, I don't know, tableau that he's entered into. This like this shrieking, wailing, ghost-like figure in this burning, physically burning space. I mean, I, I assume they very carefully planned out, you know, where the actual fire elements would be in the set. And all the actors were safe. And they maybe add a couple more in and post. But it really does look like a very you know, fire on all sides type of type of hell hellscape with this like wandering ghostly figure in the middle of it. It's really, I don't know, unnerving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could picture in a much, much lower budget version of this movie, Sam mm-hmm. Raimi just off camera throwing sparks in. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I can picture him doing that anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, that I mean, this is Sam Raimi we're talking about. He yeah. he loves throwing he loves throwing stuff at his actors <laughs> he did, he from did off camera. Already find occasion to, on his own, throw popcorn at Toby's face and uh paper like uh balls and paper stuff. balls. Yeah, yeah. Paper balls. like he's he's already keeping up the tradition. So I don't see why he would back down at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so that that but yeah i mean that that scream it really does that sounds like someone burning alive um it's 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 rough uh and i you don't expect to come in here and not see someone on fire like you just see (laughs) someone under a blanket just sort of like wandering around like like et uh in the halloween costume (laughs) (laughs) oh Weird I was stuff. thinking more <laughs> Jawas, but yeah, oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I, I was expecting yeah. a little bit of an Utini coming out of the right. <laughs> Absolutely, 
haggle uh, over the price of some droids with you once you get up there. Yeah. But I, I do, I really like uh, Defoe's body language here as he's like kind of like wandering around with the blanket around. <laughs> Confused. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's pretty great. I really, uh, I'm a big fan of it. Got to um, be hunched a mile over. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The old woman is shorter than Spider-Man, who's already short. Yeah. Right. Very true. Very true. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's all I've really got for this minute. Uh, do you guys have anything specific about about this particular minute, Alex? And then we'll uh, we'll, we'll ask you about uh, the movie in general and stuff. It hmm. is. Uh, about that, going back to the police, mm-hmm. it's a very, very Caucasian NYPD. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty much everyone who shows up to speak in this scene. It's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, other than the, other than the teacher at the beginning, it's a pretty Caucasian New York, uh, just Everywhere. in general. Yeah. Yeah. There, 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 it really seems like there's like one, one inst one or two instances of like because we had um octavia spencer earlier and mm-hmm. then we had the teacher earlier and, and but then Robbie. like uh, right and then like just off the top of my head in the sequel it's robbie again obviously but then i'm really only thinking of uh you know hey that guy stole his pizza oh, right. um, that guy yeah. like yeah th- those are those are the only two that I can think of off the top of my head in Spider-Man 2. Oh. Um, so yeah, just in general, uh, not a lot of um, not not a lot of uh, of diversity in the uh, like the the extras casting. Yeah, pretty early two thousands version of a big big oh, budget Lord. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. it stands in stark contrast to Homecoming. Oh, as do many things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, um, so, so Alex, uh, what, what are your sort of overall thoughts about, uh, this, this particular film? Do you remember seeing it for the first time? Oh, uh, I saw this for the first time. I, th- I think it was on home video. I was, hmm. I enjoyed Spider-Man as a kid, but I wasn't, I was more of an X-Men kid. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it wasn't one that I had to rush out to theaters to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't um so any of the complaints i've ever heard about it never landed for me i always thought toby Maguire was fine mm-hmm. uh Kirsten dunst was fine I, i'm actually pretty easy to please as far as movies go i'm not going to complain too much about them Fair. Um, uh, I'll, I'll reserve my comments about the third movie but yeah of course um, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course um yeah but i i mean I think the first time I was ever really exposed to Spider-Man was um, I had this old VHS tape of a cartoon called uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, was, it was one episode. I, and for whatever reason, I remember the episode in vivid detail because, you know, you're a kid, you have six VHS tapes and you watch them until you can quote them. Um, I, I think it was uh, the show was Spider-Man and Firestar and yep. Iceman living in uh, Aunt May's ha- apartment or house. Yep. And the Beetle had stolen some sort of a power device from Tony Stark. There was a Tony Stark cameo. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
for whatever reason, because this was, I think, the origin story, but it wasn't the, the it wasn't the pilot episode of the first episode. For whatever reason, it was a third season episode, <laughs> and I watched that on end. But to sort of give you an idea of how casual my Spider-Man experience was, I think the first Spider-Man comic I ever read it was Ben Riley. Oh yeah, as Spider-Man. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even Peter Parker, so I was really confused. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even with all that, was he um one of the like superheroes that you gravitated towards? Like, was he one that you were a big fan of uh, in the non X Men uh, <laughs> pantheon? Like, is he still one of your top guys, or was he more like? Oh a, yeah, I yeah. I loved him because he's a geek, he's a nerd, and I'm a geek and a nerd and. It it felt more uh, relatable to me, which you know, yeah. was kind of Stan Lee's whole point, is that it was something that kids will relate to as a kid being a superhero. Absolutely. Right. This kid who, at the end of it all in this movie, is just trying to impress the girl. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's and <laughs> at times doing with. a horrible job of it is something <laughs> I can relate to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Peter, very real to me. I think Peter resonates for a few very real reasons for a lot of, <laughs> a lot of us out there. Um, no, it's a, uh, it's like we always say on this podcast. You know, he's a, a character that um, is as big as he is for a reason, and that he has so many different like um, sort of points of entry uh, that almost any form of media has a a version of Spider Man that is uh, that a lot of people know about, whether it's a a comic you're reading or a video game or a, you know, a TV show or something like that, that uh, gets it in your brain. And then he's just part of your life after that. Like everybody knows Spider-Man. He's, mm -hmm. he's Spider-Man. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I got, I, I too is, you know, pretty excited when this movie came out. Uh, we are, are very uh, um, critical by nature when we go through these things a minute at a time and pick them apart and whatnot. But that's, I think it's mostly in service of, how much we love and care about the stuff. I don't think any of us would sign up to do this sort of thing if it wasn't something that we really liked in the first place and cared about <laughs> or not. Oh, yeah. oh no. Well, and, I, and I think, I, I think just in general, I almost wonder there's two editors on this and I mm -hmm. almost wonder if one of them edited the first half and the other one edited the second half, because <laughs> that would explain a lot about <laughs> The tonal inconsistencies in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, between the first half and the second half. So I almost wonder if we're not just nitpicking one of the editors. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe they'll call us out on Twitter later or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, Alex, uh, thanks for joining us. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell people a little bit about, uh, where they can find you on the internet and, uh, what you're planning for galaxy quest. All right. Uh, yeah. So I'm working on uh, galaxy quest minute, uh, which is going to be dropping sometime in the fall. We're still in pre-production on that. Mm -hmm. Um, we, it's the same thing, same thing as this only with galaxy quest. Um, <laughs> At Galaxy Quest Min on Twitter, uh, we started posting updates of kind of our status of pre-production. So if you're especially curious to know where we are, uh, you can find out, get all the updates. Um, we're getting really... I 
I am enjoying the heck out of that movie even more every time I see it. <laughs> every t- every time I turn it on to k- watch three minutes or something, I wind up having to remind myself to turn it off. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to covering this that movie again. Yeah, it, uh, Galaxy Quest is definitely um, one of my all time favorites, uh, and it is heartbreaking that they almost made a sequel. Uh, yeah. Like we're in pre-production to do it. And oh man, uh, such a bummer. Such a bummer. Uh, Cause yeah, I, I, I would have loved to see uh, what they could have done with those characters, uh, you know, with a, with, with another film or, or what have you. Um, the, uh, the sequel comic book was pretty good. Did you, did you read oh, that? I didn't know they released that. I just yeah. literally yesterday found out about the existence of that comic. So I am. Oh I am yeah. Getting- it's in the list of extended materials. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's not bad. Like it's it's. I was, you know, those licensed comics like that are kind of hit and miss about you know sure. whether they're going to they're going to feel like they matter, um, which is the biggest uh, problem with them. Usually, is like you read and you're like, I had no, there was no reason for me to read that because that you know <laughs> had nothing to do with anything, and yeah. Um, but it, it actually is, it feels like a legitimate sequel. It's pretty fun. Um, I really like that a lot and, uh, I'm excited to, uh, you know, hear you talk about it and I'm excited about all of the inevitable comparisons to three amigos. Um, (laughs) Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, there, uh, there, are, there are a few movies we'll be comparing it to. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah, I am. I am uh, very excited to be uh, to be listening to that one for sure. Likewise. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Alex. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week with Minute 85. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.